All right, well, Sean, Sean, thank Adam. you for joining the, hey, it's first, good to be here. the Thanksgiving, the special Thanksgiving episode of the Sunday Punch Podcast. The inaugural test podcast, if you will. People. Hello, people. It's so, good to be here with you. Sean, are we going to, are we doing an alias? <laughs> well, I guess that's over. I've already said your name 4,000 times. Let's call this patient Sean. <laughs> that's definitely not his name. <laughs> okay, your name's not, his name's not Sean. Are we going with your uh your job at all? I shall henceforth be referred to as Lord Rupert Everton. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Are we going to talk about your job at all or no? I think we should. It'll just bring in a couple reasons why. Uh, I think that including my the name of my profession at the very least, perhaps not where I'm practicing, mm-hmm. but the profession itself will give me at least a mild amount of credibility on some of the things we might speak about. Uh, in addition, I can... Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Vaccines. <laughs> Let's get into it. It's a hoax. <laughs> exactly. Right. I think okay, we should. So, so Let's do it. If you want to introduce what you uh, what you do for a living. People, hello. My name's Sean. Uh, I am a recently minted internal medicine physician, board certified, not board eligible. There is a difference. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> board certified, thank goodness. Um, and I practice outpatient internal medicine in the great city of Chicago. Fantastic. So should we uh, just do a little brief? Uh, is the, can, can you like let the people know? Is the coronavirus, can we, can we calm down or should we be like as like, super super uh scared as as like um well my brother he he canceled thanksgiving sean i too have by, had my thanksgiving canceled by that's the why way, we're here by the way canceling thanksgiving i think is the new virtue signaling <laughs> let's all get out our instagrams and post just a giant turkey with a cross line through it yeah it's like oh oh you had thanksgiving oh oh okay well you obviously don't care clearly you clearly don't care about human life and you clearly hate your family (laughs) amongst other people i've gone ahead and already canceled christmas i'm a great human being (laughs) new year's not for me Welcome to the Sunday Punch Sports Podcast, where we talk about virtue signaling and thanks. Oh, Donald. Hi, Donald. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Whoa, excuse me. I was always on the slideshow. The rest of the slides are fake. Everyone knows that. Look at that patriot. He brought his meerkat with him to say the Pledge of Allegiance. (laughs) Uh, I'm just thinking about right now, because in this minute of the podcast, I can already feel Chris, let's call him Chris with a K. Let's call his last name Hall. Like a boat's hull? No, 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 no. Hall. Like, like a no, no, <laughs> boy's hole. No, a hall, hall, like a hallway. Oh, like and a hallway. And he's definitely, definitely, definitely not an anesthesiologist in Pittsburgh. And he definitely never has experienced FOMO. No, <laughs> but I can definitely feel his rage right now through the camera. He's he looking somewhere. <laughs> Just heating up. Just heating up. Exactly. Back to ASMR. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we could, it's over. I was, I was supposed to go there, actually. To the Corona To Chris over the cage hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. We're, oh, we're talking about coronavirus? <laughs> Let's go back to Chris Hallway. <laughs> yeah. So I was supposed to go to Pittsburgh on December 12th to see him. And let's call the other guy, Travis Howrad. I think okay. that's that, that's distant enough from the truth. And he's definitely, definitely, definitely not 
studying to be a cardiologist or is he already a cardiologist? He's, he's a cardiologist in training. He's, he's in his fellowship. Um, certainly not at the Cleveland clinic, but probably a very, very, very similar institution. Yeah. So I was supposed to go there on December, I think it was like 12th or the 11th. That's soon. And, uh, they canceled. They canceled on you too. They canceled. They got a lot of virtue. Dude. So the vaccine, can we like uh, expect it in the next, uh, they're saying like right after the new year. I think you can count on it. Um, I mean, the, 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 I haven't seen all the primary literature yet. It's still rolling out slowly, but I'll tell you based on what I've read, uh, we're in a really good place. I think the big problem now is not going to be production, but logistics and distribution. Truly. We're- can I have the first vial? Which one's the best, by the way, of all three? Well, if I had a choice. Because <laughs> I know they send you the samples first. If I had a choice, I, I just think that we got to give first mover advantage to Pfizer here. They spoke out first. They took the risk. They put themselves out there. Um, that's what America's all about. Mm-hmm. And so I would say we, we go right with them. The data doesn't show that there could be a significant difference between them, Moderna, this Oxford, AstraZeneca, you know, limey thing. So I'd go with uh, Pfizer. And plus we get to... Take good care of our good friend Sarah Bigger down south in Houston. Shout out to Shout Sarah out. Bigger. Sarah Bigger Jones, well, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's America. But America's also about football, Sean. Let's talk about it. <laughs> this is the Sunday Punch Sports. Podcast. Let's talk about it. Uh, now, I would, like to yeah. tar- I would like to start it off. I took a note here. And this is all over Twitter. This is all over Twitter. So AFC. everyone's already seen this. But I don't think you were on Twitter yesterday because you want to hear something? You want to hear a crazy stat? Give it to me, Daddy. Ready? Mike Glennon. Remember Mike Lennon on the Bears? Oh Tall, lanky fella. Where is that guy? Uh, I'll tell you in about a split <laughs> second. Mike Glennon got benched in 2017 for Mitchell Trubisky. Are you keeping up? 2017, Trubisky for Mitchell on. Tris- yeah, Mitchell wow. Trubisky. Who got benched for Nick Foles. Tracking. Okay. Who himself got benched for Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Who got replaced by Jake Luton, who is now benched in favor of Mike Glennon. <laughs> Inception. There's a car. It's Where's the band? Where's the band? <laughs> Isn't that insane? So, so this just goes to show it's a merry-go-round. All these guys are just rotating through, trying to find a spot to sit. That's what the NFL is, dude. I mean... At least amongst if these, like, you B-rate. get in the NFL, yeah. you're set for life. Yeah. What, what's minimum contract for a quarterback these days? I can't. I don't remember. Brian, look that up. Brian, Brian look up minimum contract. Jamie. Put, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie. 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 Look that up for us. Uh, I Sorry, don't Joe. know, but apparently, like, if you just can stay on a team, you're going to get your chance again. Right. And uh, it's actually pretty amazing. It happens in coaching too, except for my my friend Todd Haley. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Todd, what's what's happening, dude? Todd Haley should get another football job. I he think the, the problem with Todd is he's got issues with the players. Yeah. And I'm not going to go too deeply into it because I want to be, if he does get a job again, I also want to be invited to that football game. Well, naturally. But I think he has problems with the quarterbacks. and You can't do that. No, if you, if you don't have that trust in the person who's touching the ball every time, every single play, and they don't have the trust in you, uh, or at least the respect, I guess we could we could call it. Um, everything flows through that, and you're not going to get the buy-in from the team. You're not going to get the trust in the game plan. You're not going to get productivity on the field. I agree. Now, Sean is a Bills fan, a Buffalo Bills fan. 
We all have our crosses. Josh, <laughs> what, what, let me get the Josh Allen take because I take. would love to have him on the Bears instead of Mitch Mitchell Trubisky. Let me tell you what I love about Josh Allen. Josh Allen isn't just a quarterback on the Buffalo Bills football team. Josh Allen is a Buffalo Bill. When he comes off those airplanes, he has people lined up along Buffalo Niagara Airport, lined up along the fences, ready to say hello, ready to shake his hand. And he goes up to him, embraces Orchard Park, embraces the community. And he wants to be a leader. He wants to be a bill. A lot of people rotate through that city and they just they realize they're on their way out or they're on their way up or they're on their way somewhere else. He wants to be a Buffalo Bill. He wants to be there. And it shows there. It shows his leadership on the field. And uh, we're lucky to have him. Um, I. I love his gun. I love what he's putting together. He's got some maturing to do, but I, I like what he's putting together. He's, he's working hard. Who do they play this week? <laughs> <laughs> I set you up on that one. <laughs> they play the Titans, They play people. the Titans this week. <laughs> I know everything about football. He just went on an entire rant about Josh Allen like he's been studying the Bills for years. You quickly ask him who they're playing. He has no clue. Welcome to Sunday Point Sports. Hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome to the pod. <laughs> Trump, well, did you know that? <laughs> he's still there, wonderful man. What Excuse a patriot. Me. What a patriot. Uh, uh, to be honest, Josh Allen, I thought um, – Coming, you know, of my expertise in the NFL draft. More than me. I uh, didn't think he was going to be very good. He was coming from Wyoming. I also got duped into thinking Mitch Trubisky was going to be good from the Sunday Punch co-owner, Mike Hamilton. Um, he kept calling him Ten God. And so Ten God? Like, well, that's his number. Ten, ten I, God. I, 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 the God well, part I don't understand. <laughs> Shut up. Shh, get out. You're off. Well, I mean, I could hashtag it, and it made me feel good when I did so. So then I was like, well, Mitchell Trubisky is the best. And when you watch any tape, when you watch a highlight tape, everyone looks good, especially when you're playing in North Carolina like he did. Mm, mm. Everybody looks good. That's why, like, everyone's talking about this, uh, the BYU quarterback. What's his name? You're thinking of John Elway. Ah, (laughs) No, have you watched any? Have you watched any BYU football? Bring him young, bring him often. That's what I say. (laughs) I forget what this kid's name is, but there. What's our editor, Brian? Brian, cut that out. Brian, cut that out. (laughs) Actually, I can look it up right now. Okay, BYU quarterback. While you're pulling that up, I'm going to agree with you on the Josh Allen. you know, scouting report, a uh, big gun, a lot of energy, launched it down the field, but the touch passes, the quick down and outs, timing windows, we are worried about it. Uh, I think, I think Stefan Diggs has been a huge help for him because he just, he wants to be a bill too. Yeah. And he does want to be a bill. He want he wants to bring that franchise up to where he were in the nineties, the Jim Kelly, the Thurman Thomas era, all those guys. So I'm, uh, I'm hopeful for the, for the nucleus we're building here. I, I really like what the coach is doing. There was a little bit of uncertainty about whether or not he'd be back given the last couple years. Uh, but I think Sean McDermott's doing a great job trying to just bring those guys together and bring them up together. BYU quarterback's name is Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Okay. My whole point in this whole thing is that Mitchell Trubisky, UNC guy, Zach Wilson, BYU guy, don't play many, you know, (coughs) great teams. You're never under the gun. No. And so then you're watching this guy on a highlight film playing God knows who, North Alabama or whoever the hell <laughs> walks into that stadium and gets paid 500 grand. <laughs> and they look good, right? And so you think, oh, okay, you know, this guy can come in, but then they can't read the complex NFL uh, game. You know who can read the complex NFL game, Sean? Can I have multiple choice? 
Sure. Uncle Rico, <laughs> RG3 from the grave, or Kyle Trask? I'm going to go see Kyle Trask. Kyle, okay, little background. Me and Sean are UF go- Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators. Go goddamn Gators. Dude, let's talk a little bit because the, the Bears have the 16th, well, you know, it's it's going to fluctuate, but let's 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 assume yeah. the Bears aren't going to be that great for the rest of the season. Bring bring that back up later too cuz I want to talk about whether to give up now or logged, not. Logged logged it. But so they're going to, you know, be in that mid-round. Surprisingly, they have a first round pick. I had to look that up because they've been trading I was worried. Up through the draft, down the, I don't know what they're doing. They would have ransomed it away. Going. But um they're going to be around that mid-round. You could get Kyle Trask, could be a Chicago Bear. Actually, fuck it. Let's draft Kyle Pitts first round. I think then you could still conceivably, if you trade it up, get Kyle Trask in the second round. I don't think it's I know. A- yeah. I know the Bears need another tight end. <laughs> the Bears need another tight end. We only have seven shots. Well, eventually your whole offensive line is <laughs> just going to be tight ends. They're all passing it's eligible. All, it's all part of Matt Nagy's plan, his master plan that he's been working on for the last three years. They're all receiver eligible. <laughs> God. The Bears offense can be described in one musical tune. Oh, watch your beer. Saved it. It's fourth and goal. Hey, what? The wide receiver screen. Whoopsie doo. Here comes the dive play or the wide Get the monkeys on the cymbals. But, dude, Kyle Trask is making some NFL throws. He makes some boneheaded decisions sometimes, but that's okay. That's what you get when you're 22 years old or whatever he happens to be. <laughs> I think he's like 30, actually. <laughs> he might be 45 <laughs> years old. <laughs> he's, been, he's been a UF Gator for at least 10 Don't years. Don't you love Red Shirt? I wish you could have him for 10 more. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, really, like, start with Kyle Pitts because that guy has shown not just on-the-field discipline but off-the-field discipline. I mean, in the offseason. Oh, you mean, you mean he hasn't killed someone? A, he hasn't killed anybody. Well, Aaron Hernandez set the bar real low. Great for, Gator. For All that came up <laughs> when he had left the, the school. This guy off the field is a great person. He hasn't murdered someone yet. Okay, continue. We'll circle back to Aaron Hernandez, or as I call him, A.H. Uh, so. Oh, Sean calls Aaron Hernandez A.H. It's trending on Twitter. Uh, hot take from Tebow. They were roommates, apparently. Aaron Hernandez and Tebow were... Am I, am I confusing that? Maybe it was Percy Harvin. Yeah, I don't think Aaron Hernandez and Tebow were roommates. You're right. He would have said something. <laughs> he <laughs> would have been a good influence. He would have shown him the light. Dude. Brian, edit that out. Brian, um, edit that out. Uh, where was I? Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts should absolutely go to the NFL this year. He will. Uh, I think the Bears would be lucky to have him. I hope they do. And I think you're right. Trask is... The tough part about Trask is when you're breaking Joe Burrow numbers and Joe Burrow goes one. Yeah, he went one. It's hard not to go one. Oh, you can't go one. But if, if because you, you got all these, dude, trust me, I would take Trask number one. And there's no bias in that at all. None. But I think people, they, they fall in love with the guys that can run around. So Justin Fields at Ohio State. Ohio State's a terrible school. Amen. It's just a, uh, just a needle at Chris with a K, Hall. Hall, like Def, hallway. Hall, like hallway. Who's Def, definitely, definitely not an anesthesiologist <laughs> in Pittsburgh. What were we talking about? <laughs> so Kyle Pitts, Kyle Trask, K2, they should absolutely be on the Bears. If they were, 
revolution. That'd be amazing. Now, do uh, you think uh, – actually, probably the Bills could get Pitts. That might fit better, actually. We, we are a little soft in tight end uh, position. I think that'd be great. And, gosh, that would just give Josh Allen a huge target coming across the field who can also run like a deer. I think we need him. Hybrid. <laughs> Hybrid chimera. <laughs> I'm going to burp. Not to the uh, mic. Not to sorry, the mic. Not to the mic. Unless you like that. <laughs> Unless you're into Unless that. you like me eating peanuts on the microphone. So I was listening to a podcast before this. I was like doing a little research, you know, feeling like, it out, I feeling, it, feeling out. it out. And uh, there's a podcast called Beers and Bears. Ooh, yeah, that's what I thought too. But they like went too far into the beer. Like, they be- start the show off. They're like, and this is like a uh, you know a hoppy. Uh, it's got a lot of juniper in it, and uh, I really like juniper. How about and, that? I mean, they went for 15 minutes on beer. Let's uh, let's do a beer review. This is a Oh, wait. Are we allowed to do that? I don't know the rules of podcast. Well, we're sponsored. So oh, we're sponsored. By Coors Light. Coors Light. <laughs> when you know the mountains are blue, you know you're getting drunk. And it's cold. And you need another. I'm getting low. All right, let's, let's re-up here in a second. I want to make one comment on the Beers and Bears podcast before I do. Oh, the Juniper. Quick question, the Juniper boys. Um, was it labeled Bears and Beers or Beers and Bears? I don't know. Hopefully they watch this and get like super angry about the juniper. It's kind of like when you're at Florida and they call you a student athlete. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's probably beers and bears. I bet that's what it is. So they're like, oh, beers, bears. We'll talk about the bears, I guess. Sounds like a window for us. (laughs) (laughs) Competition, beers and bears. You've been called out. Philadelphia. (laughs) Philadelphia. Um, you were going to bring something up. I've already remembered it. Yeah, your, no. your job, you've lost. No, please. Get out. Let me, let me, let me attempt. Can I attempt? Sure. Can I attempt? Should we just torpedo the shit? Torpedo no, the season? No. Okay, For the so, Bears. You okay. said, should we No, I know, out? I know, I know. That's not what you want to talk no, about? No, I, I know what I said. <laughs> and yes, I will address this. So I was also watching another sports blog called, um, not blog, sports podcast called uh, Chicago Audible. Two guys, two nice guys. Uh, don't remember their names. Omaha. Um, but they're going on and on about how they should just torpedo the season. I don't believe in that. Where's your pride? I don't believe. Where's your I pride? I mean, dude, there's been teams torpedoing the season for about like 20 years now. And then what do you get? Baker Mayfield? That's what the Browns, that's been the whole strategy for the Browns. And then you get Baker Mayfield. I mean, they got Miles Garrett. That's good, blah, blah, blah. But there's no guarantees in the draft. I say, let's go for it. Look, 500 team, Nick Foles sucks. They're going to start Mitch Trubisky. They named Trubisky the starter. I don't know if you knew that. I saw. I watched Matt Nagy's, um, I watched Matt Nagy's uh, press conference, and he called him Mitchell the entire time. I call him Mitchell because, like, I think it's funny. But, like, wouldn't you – you'd think, like, there would be on, like, the nickname basis. Like, Mitch. not, like, Dad. Mitchell. Like, catching the son when he's done something wrong. Now, Mitchell. So, let me tell you something. So, son. my – so, you're – Sean, Taryn, Mitchell. Those are the kids in our family. Mitchell's the bottom. Oh, really? Mi- Mitchell, Mitchell's my, my younger brother. Mitchell is said when he's in someone's trouble. about to be in trouble. Mitchell. Okay. Mitch. 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 Yeah. Otherwise, no. Nah, he's in trouble. Yeah, they're, like, on, like – they're not on I, – I look at the little things, Sean. I don't look at the field. <laughs> I look at relationships. Eyeball test. It looks like uh, he doesn't like Mitch. Well, look, Mitch, 
because he's watching right now. Mitch, got, pay attention right he here. Got, he got the last half of the season here. Let it rip. I never understood this. Like quarterbacks that nothing to lose. You know, you got nothing to lose. Nothing to just lose. Just let it rip. He doesn't make you know the best decisions. He can't read a field. Um, but dude, just just do your one progression. Go to the tight end as a safety valve. If the one's not open, go to the tight end. Yep. All the great quarterbacks yep. do that, by the way. Oh, did, not Aaron Rodgers. No, he sucks. <laughs> I hate him. Antichrist. Playing on this, I don't. I don't know if you're aware. Sunday night Bears Packers. I'm aware. What's the line on that game right now? Seven. I, I don't. Probably for Packers. I'm on it. But uh, actually, the Adam Schefter tweeted about the Bears. That's where I got this. That's how I know the tweet is like done is when Adam Schefter texts yeah, it, like tweet. It, once once Adam there, Schefter tweets it, it's like, you it's know, your dad has found it. It's like, <laughs> well, Adam Schefter, I hate that guy, by the way, because he, uh, if everyone remembers, he's the one who gleefully did the Lambo leap. Like, dude, you have no association with Green Bay. He's out there doing his two-inch vert jump into the Lambo crowd. You couldn't pay me to do the Lambo leap. But if you did, it'd be more than two inches. Well, you better believe it. You'd pay me in inches? I'd pay you in inches. <laughs> Brian, cut that out. <laughs> Brian, cut that out. What's the, you got the line yet? Uh, well, here, here I, I have a couple comments to make. The first of which is that the Bills play the Chargers this oh, week. Really? <laughs> so let's edit that out 10 minutes ago, Brian. Um, back- <laughs> don't edit that out. I don't follow the Bills, okay? I said the Titans. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> And uh, eight and a half Green Bay giving. I take it. You take that? I don't know. I got to talk to another. Okay. I've been shitting on podcasts this whole time. Great podcast called Doggy Juice. Guy does get out. Leave. <laughs> I No, you brought up Doggy Juice about 18 months ago. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea you were still tuning in. <laughs> I have. Me and all 30 other people. See if I can roll Donald over here. Dude, he... Riff, riff. Yeah. Okay, so there's a Doggy Juice uh, podcast. Um, it's on SoundCloud. I actually asked him yesterday if he would put it on Spotify, but I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. But if you can find it on spot on uh, SoundCloud, uh, Doggy Juice does gambling, does a gambling podcast, and this dude's right like 70% of the time, and especially now that it's uh, college basketball season. Ooh. This guy is obsessed with college basketball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, this guy's doing, like, Eastern Carolina versus, like, Temple, and he's, like, screaming into the mic, like, I can't believe they're favored by 14. Those are teams. That's egregious. Those (laughs) Those are teams. teams. (laughs) Come on, Sean. We might have Eastern Carolina listeners. Gators versus everybody. Gators versus everyone. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, Doggy Juice Podcast. So I'll I'll have to consult him on that eight-and-a-half line. Please. please. You you got the uh, There's so many variables. Mitch coming in again. I mean, the defense is good. We're at home. Yeah, but it's just like, are we at home? I think we're at home. I don't want Brian to edit that out. Let's confirm. Confirming. Dead air. Dead air. Let's confirm. (laughs) We're confirming a critical element. They're away. They're away. They're away. They're at the Packers. I knew that. God, I hate you. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, I mean, not that it matters, like home field advantage. I mean, Bears are used to playing in the cold. There's no gonna nobody no in crowd. the stadium. I think. I don't know. Packers. Who knows? All those cardboard cutouts are gonna be cheering. Yeah, who gives a fuck? 
I can I can guarantee one thing: Aaron Rodgers is going to do that stupid ass <laughs> smirk of his forty times in the game, or this with every touchdown. Yeah, or is he still doing the, the discount double the, check? The Rosie the Riveter move? That he's no. brainwashed Patrick Mahomes into doing with him? I think that's it. I, th- I think I think they did one commercial together that was the passing the baton from Rodgers over to uh, Mahomes. And, and we get it. Ma- Patrick Mahomes likes ketchup. You're right. Enough with the joke. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. That's, that level is off, by the way. Just, I yelled. Don't yell. Don't, don't, don't yell. Don't yell. Brian, fix that. Brian, tone it down, please. Yeah. This is my first podcast. I'm already an expert on levels. <laughs> yeah, look at this guy. We're looking at Aaron Rodgers' stupid smirk right now. That guy has, well, I don't want to get, I don't know how PG 13 we want to get, but that guy has been. I already, dude, I already put the settings at explicit. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you can be PG 13 <laughs> or beyond. NC 17. <laughs> Remember that rating? That was, how long was that around for? Is that still around? I don't know. I remember going to the theaters and being like, what's this one about? Yeah, that was like that was like walking down the grocery store aisle. You're not really sure what you're looking at. It's like going to the movie theater. You're like, what is NC-17? I want it. Well, but there's I a list of NC-17 rated films. Apparently, it, it's only one list. Why, why Why 17, by the way? Kids are all banging at 14 now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Who really <Yeah>. cares? <laughs> PG-13 is not applicable anymore. When you got TikTok girls at 12 twerking, exactly- I don't watch that, by the way. And uh, neither does Chris Hall with a K. Hall. He, he would never- Definitely not an anesthesiologist at Pittsburgh. He would never want to fund the Chinese nation state that way. No <laughs> chance. No chance. But if he were to. We need to ban God, TikTok. TikTok's gone. We're going to ban it. Okay. Actually, I was just kidding. TikTok's back. I did a great deal. But we're going to tax the shit out of it. Excuse me. It's tick, basically it a drag. Tick off my wrist. Watch. And I'm wearing masks. Takashi 69 And I'm wearing masks. No. <laughs> Speaking of, um, quick plug for the new Hulu special, Six. Oh, there he is. There he is. There's the man. There he is. There's I, the man. You know what I hate? A little confused as usual. <laughs> you know what I hate? Sean, I'm waiting for an answer. You know what I hate? <laughs> you know what what I do you hate? hate? I hate guys with sticks like that. Yeah. It's yep. like, okay. The oh, golf cap in the winter? Visor. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool Bill Belichick. This is my thing. This is my uniform. This is what I I'm do. Steve Jobs. This is what I do. Look at that. Oh, God. Uh, oh, he's about to hand over play calling duties. God, you know that had to be an awkward conversation. No I kidding. Did, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Hey, um, we realized that what you're doing as head coach, you don't know how to do. <laughs> so we need to give that part yeah, to somebody enough else. You know, Bring us obviously... I went to UF. We're from Florida. I'm not, like, obviously the biggest Bears fan in the entire world. I'm learning. I watch every game. I've been here for three years. We're here to grow. And, you know, when I'm learning something, I like to learn about the history of it. So I got a, you know, Chicago Bears book Good off for you. Amazon. It's awesome. The Bears are about hard-nosed football, running it down your throat, and tough defense. They're not about do 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 It's like identity crisis, bro. Identity crisis. If you go to Baltimore, if you go to Pittsburgh, you adapt right to the culture. That's the culture, right? Yeah. Well said. And it might not be the culture for a year or whatever, but it's like. They like get to it, you know. They start drafting. They draft defensive players. They draft like offensive linemen. 
the Bears are drafting, like, they're moving up to get David Montgomery, who reminds me of Trent Richardson, Alabama boy. He's been paralyzed three times. Not Trent, Montgomery. No, Montgomery. Yeah, we watched him get paralyzed on live TV. That was fun. Yeah, thank God for stem cells. But uh, he, uh, you don't have any inside information on that, do you? Not that I'm ready to share. <laughs> Not yet. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the guy has no vision. I'm sorry, David, but... um. He reminds me of Trent Richardson. Yeah. Big, strong dude in college. Can't you question know, Could physique. run over college kids. Right. You get to the NFL, and if you don't have that vision, you're toast. Exactly. So it separates the good from the great. Beer? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, do you want you want to go? or? I'll grab it. Okay. You were about to share something interesting about, uh, what was it? What, oh, so your final opinion. Are we torpedoing the season? Oh, yeah. Wow, that really got derailed. That's what we're here for. Um. No, we should not torpedo the season. I think you, you know, with the expanded uh, playoff format, let's try and get in. You never know what's going to happen, okay? The New York Giants got in, and then you get a hot streak. You never know. You could go to the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. The offensive line sucks, obviously, so you're going to definitely have to win the game off defense, special teams, Patrick Patterson. But you don't torpedo the season for the off chance that you get Zach Wilson from BYU so that you're like, oh, oh, sweet. We got Zach Wilson. He wears a bandana like Baker Mayfield. Isn't he cool? Would you ever go to BYU, by the way? I mean, do you have to be like in the – I think it's encouraged. Mormon? I think you have to be you, – you, it's traditionally a school for LDS, Latter-day Saints. Um, Yo, LDS, son. LDS. Yo, LDS, LDS on the streets, dog. LDS. Uh, a lot of interesting things we talk about with the LDS group, um, but hell of a tabernacle choir they got out there. <laughs> Yo, LDS tabernacle, let's ride. <laughs> so, uh, qu- quick side story, if I may. Sure. If I may. Uh, you've met the great Randy Speck, Ski Bum. Randy Speck. Randy Speck. Randy sounds like Where's graphic tees and shark tooth necklaces. Um, uh, where, Randy, where's that car you had? It's in the bottom <laughs> of a lake. Bottom of the Mississippi, we think. <laughs> we found it. That's, well, hey, that's a, that's a story for another time. Another time. I'm derailing Another time. Um, brief story. Uh, Randy and my family went to tour the Mormon Tabernacle Choir in Salt Lake City. Beautiful. Uh, and the tour guide, who had hundreds of people seated, seated in this audience, was going to demonstrate the acoustics of the environment. Uh, and he goes, I'm going to drop this pin. I need everybody to be completely silent. And you will hear this pin in the very back of the choir. Randy came to this demonstration with pockets full of quarters (laughs) in gym shorts. Of quarters. The gentleman drops the pin. The moment that Randy shifts positions in his chair. And no fewer than 10 quarters spill out of his pockets well sean you never know when you're gonna (laughs) pass by an arcade never know when you're gonna need to get the class to go grab some kind of stuffed animal yeah um let's just say the acoustics were incredible he was right but from quarters not from the pins did everyone just like did you ask him why he had so many quarters he claimed it was to pay for the parking downtown which at the time only accepted quarters. Dude, when you get to Randy's age, it's just you're just trying to get rid of quarters at that point. 
That's all you got. You're like, oh my God, I gotta get I got a jar of quarters <laughs> I need to get rid of. I'm 50, but I'll start burning these guys fast. I'm gonna be drowning in them. Anyways, let's get back to BYU. I think you gotta be really <laughs> it's a good thing you did that because I was about to go on a whole nother <laughs> avenue. I'll be brief. Save it. Save it. Uh so so I think you have to you have to know what you're walking in the door. Like you have to you have to know what you're gonna find when you walk in the door. It's gonna be a lot of individuals who observe the Latter day Saints. Forays, mores. Another shout out to LDS. Another shout out to LDS real quick, my peeps. Um, Who, by the way, no longer support polygamy. Oh, really? Mormons? Allegedly. Or BYU? Well, I can't say... All Mormons? Do you speak for the for the Mormon community? (laughs) I don't speak for John Smith, but I I would argue they no longer advocate for polygamy. There's a small sect, a bit of a a breakoff group, kind of like the Jesuits in the Catholic (laughs) faith, who advocate for this. Uh, But I I think the vast majority of them do not anymore. Mm. So really, why would you convert at this point? (laughs) What do you get out of that? This is what you get with Sunday Punch Sports. You talk about the Latter-day Saints, and then you get back to Bears football. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, back to Zach Wilson. I mean... The bandana? You, you haven't watched him. I know that you haven't watched him. I haven't him, watched him. But, uh, I don't know. He plays nobodies, and everyone's, like, all hyped on him. Uh, he's, like, in the mid, like, conversation with Trask. Come on. Like, obviously, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Justin Fields, by the way. God, could you just be given, like, the top five pick? He just threw three interceptions against Indiana. Kyle Trask is better than Justin Fields. You've heard it here first. And it's true, by the way. I think the, he- I think the Heisman committee will speak. I think they will. And he played like he's like on his like third game. Well, or he's not in the SEC. Well, well obviously. You want to go SEC, with this? You want to take off? <laughs> the SEC is the NFL go of college <laughs> football. Everyone else it pales in comparison. And I know there's going to be people, mostly Chris with a K, Hall, with an uh, he's going to be steaming right now. If he's made it this far into the podcast, you know he has. He he's, has to watch. He's on a rooftop somewhere watch. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you must watch. The SEC can recruit. Look, dude, just like the, the location of the SEC, you can recruit guys that have been playing football forever against the top Absolutely. talent. I mean, you're going to get the guys that are the best. So, therefore, the conference is the best. And even though I don't like the reference, Colin Cowherd, he agrees that the SEC is the best. He just, he just did it in another way. You know, he was just like, the SEC is like a girl with a giant hat at the Kentucky Derby. And let me tell you why. So that then, a great Colin Cowherd impression, by the way. So that you, can, who are watching his stupid metaphors, can then parrot them back to people at parties. You know. Well, you know... Uh, uh, he, they're like the uh, girls uh, at the Kentucky Derby, and let me tell you why. Bad, 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 and then you're just regurgitating all of what Colin Cowherd. But you I, know who you when, are when he you agrees with me. <laughs> he's when he agrees with me, he's obviously right. Well, broken clocks are are correct twice a day, wherever the saying goes. <laughs> Brian, edit that. <laughs> Brian, out. fix that for us. Um, oh, I got, I, I, I got I got a topic right now, and this is something that you're definitely not going to know about, but you can make like generalities around it. So the Bulls, Chicago Bulls, drafted Patrick Williams, who is an FSU product. (sighs) I didn't like the pick, mostly because he went to FSU. I think he was a bench player, too. Oh, I don't like his name. But we, (laughs) and the weird part is, drafted him from FSU, 
Billy Donovan's our coach, dude. Is What's that confirmed? He doing? Is that confirmed? Is that confirmed? <laughs> it was confirmed months ago. <laughs> He's still waffling. Remember? Well, you never know with Billy. He was supposed to go to Orlando, and then he dropped out. Okay. He was like, no, never mind. I want to go to the Gators again. And then he finally went to OKC. But... So you never know with Billy. But yes, Billy Donovan is the coach of the Chicago Bulls. Ooh, and he yeah. drafted Patrick Williams, who's a power forward. We already have a power forward, yeah. but they're going to try and convert him to small forward. He doesn't have the athleticism to guard small forwards That's in the, the NBA. Concern. That's the concern. I don't know what the Bulls are doing, dude. I used to, you know, I, I will tell you this. Even though I'm from Florida and I'm learning about Bears, football, Cubs, baseball, everything else, I have been a Bulls fan for a long time. That's Ever true. since Michael Jordan. I don't even get me. Don't. I won't. Don't. I won't do it. Chris I, Hall. I, no, Chris, call, Chris with a K. We'll bring him on someday. We'll let him call in. What I'm saying is you don't want to get me started on Michael LeBron because then this would go another five hours <laughs> and I would wind up jumping off the roof at the end. What was I talking Patrick Williams. But um, Bulls fan I for a while. I've been a Bulls fan for a long time, dude. Like all through the Michael Jordan years when he's beaten the Jazz's ass, I loved the Bulls forever. They haven't been good in a long, long time since Derrick Rose, obviously. But that's but, where you find your true fans, but, people who stick through it. But they don't draft good. I mean, they they just hired um, – I don't know how to say his name. I call him AK. Uh, I think it's like Arturus Kashevonagus or something. What positions he have? He, he's the bas- – <laughs> well, he's, he's about 56 years old, <laughs> and he's going to sub in at, so point guard. at point guard. <laughs> No, he's the uh, uh, stepping basketball. in at five foot seven. <laughs> no, I think he's actually a tall guy. Uh, he's the the basketball operations uh, new hire. He actually was under heat because he was the new hire and he wasn't a minority hire, which was a whole. We'll get thing. into that. We'll get into that. Anywho, um, this is the guy he, they got brought him over from Denver because he drafted uh, Jokic in the second round. So now he's Great a call. genius. Great call. How many times does just someone get lucky and then get branded a genius? Well, it's, it's amazing how one good decision can overweigh a lifetime of bad <laughs> decisions, arguably. Mike Glennon. <laughs> hey, I'm a burnout who's done nothing with my life, but I bought Bitcoin in 2004. <laughs> so now oh, I wish I bought Bitcoin in genius. 2004. Um, yeah, I mean, he's going to be living on that one for the next like decade. That doesn't mean just because you drafted Jokic in the second round does not mean you are suddenly a genius and that Patrick Williams, who didn't start for FSU, is a power forward. We already have a power forward, is then going to sun- somehow transfer into a small forward. I, I think that this is the conversation that rolls over well to the, the Bears as well. Like, it just is this an identity crisis for the Bulls? Like, over the last, call it, five or eight years. I mean, ever since... They don't have an identity, dude. I mean, Zach Levine... Or a lack of one. Who's still 25. Zach Levine is still 25 years old. Did you know that? I, I didn't know he was 25. I knew he was young. I knew he was, he was still early. I've been watching a lot of Bulls podcasts, weirdly, like, too much and um he's another guy he's the mitchell trubisky of the bulls he cannot see the court and he takes way too many fadeaways once we get better at this podcast maybe we can like bring up like certain plays but get ready to go dude we should get rid of zach levine somehow i don't know how the whole salary cap works in any of that but 
He just, he's not there and he's not going to be there. You, you can't live on your dunk contest performance <laughs> forever. Dude, did you see him <laughs> you eight years can't. ago? He jumped you from the free throw line. Can't live on that forever. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think, I think it's a good point, which is like, you know, you, you can read some of these books about Nate Silver, who was involved in a lot of the different systems used to design baseball draft picks. And what eventually came out of that was the movie Moneyball, the book Moneyball, and obviously the whole science behind that and how early those guys peak in the MLB. Mm -hmm. uh, you have your outliers, of course, but I, I wonder in basketball, like at what point do you know if someone's going to be a franchise player a, 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 a big production guy. 25, Zach Levine. I think so. I'm calling it now. I I've think done, so. I've done my YouTube Wikipedia research. I mean, I mean how, how many guys do you look at in the league and you say, you know what? The first five or six years in this league, you were trash. <laughs> but we think the next five years, you're going to just blow it out of the water. I mean, those people don't exist, right? No. In anything, in any field. I mean, there's outliers, obviously. But like... What you see is what you're going to get. What you see what you you get. know, people aren't going to make a complete 180 and be like amazing. And I understand you need you need people who are just productive every day and every week in the team. And then when you get that franchise player, they're there to fill a role, and that's all well and good. But don't don't you know, don't call a pigeon a hawk. You know, don't say that these guys are going to just yo. Know, don't call a pigeon a hawk. It's Hashtag. Weak, it's just weak tea. It's just weak tea. It's just weak tea, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Um, My goal of this podcast is getting as many tangentially related. <laughs> uh, well, a lot of NBA like players that. do coast on uh, pure athleticism. Like uh, Zach Levine's one of them. Mm -hmm. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, yes. Dude, the guy is a freak of nature. I get it. He's super athletic. Can't shoot the basketball. No. You need to do that in today's NBA. You can't. I'll give Zach Levine this. He has gotten better at shooting. He works at it. But I just don't think his ceiling is as high as like a Ben Simmons. It's true. I mean, the you, you look at somebody like Ben Simmons and you you want to see him be successful because you see how much talent he has and how, how far he could go with, with his. I don't want him to be successful. He's like dating the Kardashians. He has an awesome life. <laughs> so we naturally hate, hate that him. guy. Hate him. Mm, eat a pickle. <laughs> but no, I, I, he's also like strikes me as like one of those like uh, douchey fellas. Zach Levine, at least, seems like a cool guy. And and, and like ESPN will do a, do a, um, a a focus, you know, clip every couple of weeks on how Ben Simmons is in the gym, spending the extra hours, shoot the threes, and they'll edit in some, you know, <laughs> him. He'll make three in a row, and they'll cut back to the commentators. But it's like, listen, you gotta show it on the court, and he just doesn't. No, and they love. By the way, the media is angling they need another lebron to slobber on <laughs> so they they'll they'll do anything for ben simmons to be anything for ben simmons to be that next person who's i mean what what are we going to expect out of uh the big guy from new orleans this year oh dude i don't know i was thinking about him the other night late at night oh yeah yes. as you do uh he is a weird body type I feel like he's just going to get, like, way too heavy. Yeah. And, like, the thing, it worked with Shaq because he was seven feet, you know? It was like, oh, Shaq's 350 pounds. It's just that body type. I don't know if the knees can support – because he's going to have to he's jump already really, had. really high to dunk that shit and dominate. I keep saying he. What was his name again? <laughs> oh, the center? No, no. Yeah, who is that? Zion. Yeah, Zion Williamson. 
Dude, I'm focused on Bulls know, basketball. Sorry. Okay, I'm pulling you uh, down to the Bayou. Zion, um, plus, yeah. he hasn't played. You know, he's injured. But yeah, I saw him on like Instagram, and like his body type is just weird. He thick, looks like a linebacker. Thick he with looks two like C's. Roquan. Thick with two C's. Shit. <laughs> looks like Roquan, baby. <laughs> Roquan, shout out, Georgia boy, having a great season for great, the Bears. Great season. Great season. He's missed a couple tackles, but I mean, who hasn't? He's young. He's young, dude. And he was—it's good to see him back. He was having like mental issues last year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I saw him at a Is that confirmed? Pizza. <laughs> really? That's when the mental issues started. What, after you approached him, <laughs> after, after, after I approached him, and critiqued his output on the field, I said, "Roquan, I'm in your mind. <laughs> Think of me." And then he he crashed a Ferrari going sixty. Where, where's my Ferrari? <laughs> I'll give you ten bucks if you can tell me where that mo- what the quote from that movie is. I'll do it one more time. W- where's my Ferrari? Is this an Austin Powers quote? No. no. Oh, oh God, no! It's not Doctor Evil, dude. No. Okay, wait, let me get into the mode of the actor. Dial it in. Dial it in. Where's my Ferrari? There you go. That's perfect. <laughs> ten bucks. Yeah. I'm not making 10 bucks today. Okay. What it's from it? Family Man, dude. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> that was a pretty good Nicolas Cage accent. Accent. <laughs> well, my Nicolas Cage and my Keanu are very similar. In person. Where's my Ferrari? In person. I'm Keanu Reeves. <laughs> the musk of a silverback gorilla. You ever, you ever see Family Man, In dude? a form-fitting leather jacket. In a form. <laughs> <laughs> Great, great SNL. Yeah, great SNL. SNL by the way, SNL has a great uh, Andy Samberg, Nicolas Cage uh, weekend update. Look it up later. All the di- or Brian, bring it up. I don't know the rules. All the dialogue is either whispered or screamed. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is on fire. Uh, any, uh, I've not seen Family you have Man. Not seen Family Man movie series. What are we talking? Can about Can we watch here? that tonight at a at a at a at, at a, a carry at, at Dirty Mike's? At Dirty Mike's? Yeah, you better believe it. Let's do it. Great. Christmas movie, dude. Family Man? Family Man. Don't, don't look it up. It got a 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, you can't trust them. No. Come on. Come it on. was great. It was Grow a great up. Christmas movie. It might be my favorite Christmas movie. Family Man? Well, yeah. Then we're definitely watching it today. Oh, yeah. What's yours? Die Hard? <sighs> favorite Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the one? <laughs> you know me. Oh, Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> That's what is, you're thinking of. Adam is substantially better with movies than I am. Uh, the one he's thinking of, dude, where's my car? No, no, it's the it's the Christmas edition. I'm thinking, of dude, where's my sleighs? <laughs> no, I'm thinking of the one. It's it's set in the UK. Uh, it follows the prime minister. It follows. Oh God! I was like waiting for like Home Alone. This guy's like, it's a documentary what about the origin no! of Christmas. I'm going to find it. I'll find it for you. Okay, I'll talk about Christmas I don't know my favorite Christmas movies. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's such a favorite. I can't remember the title. It's it's a good one. Best Christmas Anyway, (laughs) if anyone hasn't seen Family Man with Nicolas Cage, it's a a, a tale about um, a man who seemingly has it all. You'd think. I just like realized I should probably do like movie like reviews on this as well. Anyway, let's include that. That'd be really Nicolas Cage seemingly has it all. Uh, he works at the top of a skyscraper in New York, and he uh, does something in business. You Love know, Actually. You know movie. Love Actually? <laughs> oh, God. It's a he, great movie. He, he put that on here just so that there's like one female watching. They're like, oh, this is hot. 
I make a great... I make a great deal of money. Peppermint schnapps. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere completely different. I was going to talk about... Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> um, well, what's your favorite Christmas? Well, can I finish my Family Man wrap it up. plot? And then we'll do Christmas songs, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. We'll talk about eggnog? All right, cool. Okay. Nicholas Cage seemingly has it all. He works at the at a skyscraper in New York City, um, doing something involved in business. You know how movies work. You just have to work in business, and you make millions of dollars. Millions. So then... He's one night, speaking of eggnog, he decides after a long night of working on Christmas Eve that he's going to get eggnog. He meets Don Cheadle. You know Don Cheadle? Gator. <laughs> Not a gator. <laughs> um, he meets Don Cheadle, who turns out to be some sort of guardian angel. He then switches his life around to see what it would have been like if he stayed with his girlfriend that he broke up with to pursue this career. Wow. Yeah. So then the rest of the movie is him, you know, waking up in bed. It's like a little, like, Freaky Friday situation, except he doesn't switch bodies. He's still Nicolas Cage. He just switches, switches lights. futures. Yeah, sw- switches, yeah, futures. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of great Nicolas Cage content of, like, you're not my wife. These aren't my kids. Where's my Ferrari? <laughs> Great movie and uh, would highly recommend it. Only got like a 53 on Rotten Tomatoes. Don't, this is the one, one time I'll say don't look at Rotten Tomatoes. Great Christmas movie. Very funny. Watched it, uh, watch it every year actually. Really? So I was going to wait Can, until Christmas. You want to save it? No, no. I want to watch it tonight. If, if. I want to uh, watch if, it with you. If Dirty and Carrie want to watch it. All right, cool. If not, we'll just watch. We're going over to a mutual friend's house, Dirty Mike and Carrie. Um, Okay, Christmas songs, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. I I would love your... your Well, the one he was referencing was uh, was the very creepy... Uh, oh God, creepy! Baby is cold out there. When he's uh, he's trying to convince a lady to um, to stay. Very weirdly. Yeah, I mean, every guy's been right. there, you know, right. like, oh, you sure you can walk home and at this temperature? There's a and, blizzard and that's out what there. that's he says. I mean, I've literally used every line in the it's song. Really Baby, cold. it's cold out there. Yeah. Um, he's like, she's like, I really can't stay, but I've locked the door. <laughs> right. I want to leave now, but I've drugged your drink. <laughs> Something like that. I wish I knew how to escape this hell. <laughs> I won't let those ropes go any looser, you know, no, no. So, yeah, the the tough part here is, and I, I'd be curious what our viewers think about this, since we have You mean our viewers, Chris Hall. <laughs> I mean our, our viewers, Chris Hall and Travis. What do we call him? Towkard? Howrad. <laughs> Right. Who's definitely, definitely not a cardiologist at Cleveland he Clinic. Would, he would never admit to that. Um, <laughs> but the, the point here, I guess, is, you know, there's a lot of things we have currently in our world that are anachronistic and don't apply oh, to Oh, God, Sean. A, anachron. What? What in the wild world of sports are you talking <laughs> they're, about? They're, they were a lot of laws built in a time. Is that what anachron? It sounds like a spider word. Uh, you're thinking of arachna. Yes. What does anachrophobia Anach- mean? Anach- anachrophobia. Anachronistic is something that is... <laughs> Donald, put that on! I have a mask right here. Okay, it's go ahead. Anachronistic is something that is uh, for a different time. It doesn't apply to our current time, our current zeitgeist, if you will, in the world. 
I'm going to keep explaining complicated yeah. words yeah. with more complicated words. But the point here is I'm that. I'm not one of those people that nods. You know, those people at parties and like, yeah, yeah, I, I know what that means because like, I'm up. smart. What I'm definitely mean? I'm definitely not an idiot, whereas <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm definitely an idiot. So I should probably ask him what, Tell me what anachrophobia means. means. So arachnophobia, the fear <laughs> of spiders, applies to this really quite perfectly. Uh, there, there are a lot of things that we have now that are carryovers from our standards from decades or generations ago. But then we have things that were written and built in a time that we then apply – our current optics to retrospectively and judge out of context. A great example of this is the song Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, okay. Which used to be, which in its time, yeah, it's coming around, in its time was a very romantic song about a gentleman wanting to host a woman over and since, I'm going to get, I'm going to get trouble for this one, aren't I? Um, And since at the time, I don't know yet. At the time it was written, that was kind of the, the social mood and the, the the standards culturally that like a woman was vulnerable and threatened and couldn't go home at night alone. And therefore the man is like, stay, it's cold outside. I'll take care of you. Like stay here. But now it's all about, I've how, drugged the drink, right? I've drugged you and I'm going to rape you. Yeah. Well, that's the new kind. That's the new virtue. Back signal. then it was like, Oh yeah, this guy's like really trying hard. He's now trying like, hard. this guy's creepy. I, I would love for you to break down for us briefly. Well, I mean, well, by the way, it has evolved over the years. I mean, have you even heard of the, you know, the new Christmas movie that's coming out? Love Actually? No, San- Santifa Claus. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You're not serious, right? <laughs> I would jump off the roof. Why are we... Wa- why are we... <laughs> Why are we debasing? <laughs> it's called Santifa Claus. It comes out of theater near you. <laughs> so wait, so that's not your favorite Christmas song, though? Baby, it's cold outside. No, 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 no. I I really identify with the very. How can I phrase this? Um, dramatic and arguably apocalyptic sounds portrayed in <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the. Uh, Carol Bell's, it's it's, it's, it's a Ukrainian song. Oh, actually, this guy's like trying to be so interesting. Oh awesome, awesome, song. Um, it's Ukrainian. Are you are you gonna very reciprocate? Down, very downtrodden people. Are you gonna reciprocate with what my favorite Christmas song is, or you don't want to hear it? I'm about to ask you. I just want to rap. I'm. I, I want to ask you, and then I want to, I want to put a guest out there just to have some money on the table about it. Okay, I don't think you're gonna. I just recently, so I've been, you know, getting on my Spotify mm-hmm. sheet, mm. and um, I just recently listened to a very merry Christmas. I think a very special. I think I forget a very merry or very special Christmas three. It's like where they hire a bunch of like super popular artists Here we go. at the time to do like Christmas songs. Yeah. So I've listened to that, and I've kind of replaced it but i i do have one a tra- that's like a more tra- traditional yeah. i i'm gonna ask you what is your favorite christmas song and just to show put my money where my, my mouth is uh i'm gonna guess it's Feliz Navidad. no god no <laughs> jesus christ no they should cancel that song um it's uh tom petty christmas all over again all the bells are ringing i don't know this song 
What? I don't know this song. And it's Christmas. I don't know this song. All over <laughs> again. Dude, Tom Petty, Gainesville native, son. Gator. 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 <laughs> Just like Don Cheadle. Gator. Just like Travis Cowherd. <laughs> <laughs> All the bells I'm ringing. You don't know that song. We're playing I it. I can't play it. That's because, our outro. Yeah. Brian, that's our outro. Brian, that's our outro. But um, the Smashing Pumpkins. Now, this is, um, oh, I can't believe you have heard. Bear. I know the Smashing Pumpkins. No, I know that. Oh, you don't know Tom Who's Petty? Who's Tom Petty? <laughs> Anyway, Tom Petty, Christmas All Over Again, fantastic song, my favorite. But I've been listening to this new album, right? So mm-hmm. Smashing Pumpkins have a song called Christmas Time. Ooh. It goes like, it's Christmas time has come. There'll be the toys for everyone. Because Christmas time has come for you. All the bells are ringing. I love it. We'll play it after this. I think that's a good. Not a, that's a good end. That, that that's a good tester. Let's leave it there. Hey guys, thanks for joining as usual. I haven't. I haven't Happy to see you. Any of the notes? None <laughs> the, of the, the notes, notes are, are there covered. for the future. Um, Adam, you want to give us uh, just maybe one thing you're thankful for before we sign off this year? Yeah, sure. I am thankful uh, that I have a friend like you who has set up this beautiful podcast area. Uh, I'm thankful I have the moolah, the cheddar, the dough, the cheddar to get this mic. Uh, as well. Thankful for that. As well. And uh, you know, I'm thankful for three promising vaccines in our future. Amen. To Are that. you only supposed to say one? Uh. You can people, say people at the Thanksgiving ta- table are like, God, he took mine. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That's gonna what I was going to say. But I, I only, I'm only thankful for Pfizer. I don't care about <laughs> the other ones. I'm thankful. Uh, he's not there anymore. Donnie's thankful for that mask. Danny. Uh, and Matt Nagy's thankful for that visor. What are you thankful for before we end? What are thankful for? Uh, a lot of things we can throw around here. Really, what I'm thankful for is just a good Gator season. Wonderful. It's Gator been a while. Season. I know we've already called the Gators out a couple times here, but you know, you, you start. It's easy to start losing not faith, but just optimism about mm. a football team. I'm just glad to see that we have a coaching staff, um, a team, and a culture that's looking to grow, looking to be better, and, and just doing really well, in addition to all the things we all are already thankful for, our jobs, our families, our health, all these things, resilience in these tough times, and the vaccine, and daddy. Whoa. But Gators. He's gone now. It is let's give it. Let's it's give a, a, let's give a shout out to Joe Biden. Hope, hopefully you hey, do. Best wishes, hey, dude. Best wishes. Uh, God, we ended political. So lame. Anyways, uh, ending there, um, as always. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bulls. Go Blackhawks. Should we even include the White Sox? No. Go Cubs. Go Cubs. And go Gators. God bless the Gators. Brother, good podcast. Good podcast. Thanks for joining.